0: LOTL. Uh, we are back again after a week hiatus. Uh, full cast of characters in today. Uh, myself and jo- myself, Dan and Jordan, here at the loft. Jimmy is down in Kent State. He is with us via Skype. He's Jimmy. with us in spirit. Jimmy, what's up? What's going on, guys?
1: It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, what's up? Not too much. Not too much. Been a pretty average week, honestly. Looking forward to the weekend. Yeah, we took, uh, took
0: last week off. Uh, we were all extremely busy. I had one of the busiest weeks I've had in a long time. And we just couldn't figure out a time where three of us could get together and uh, record an episode. So we decided to take a week off. <clears throat> uh, we appreciate you guys for sticking with us. Thanks for listening. And uh, we've got uh, a lot of stuff to get to tonight. Um
1: first thing is first. Uh Jordan, what are we drinking? We are drinking something tight. Um so we are drinking a Christmas ale. Uh but we're not drinking the Christmas ale that you probably think, Great Lakes, although it's good and we will talk about uh, that we'll later. We'll talk about Great Lakes. We are drinking Platform uh Platform's Holiday Donut Cookie Holiday Ale. Uh, it's made in collaboration with Brew Nuts, the famous Brew Nuts. Um, has all kinds of cool flavors in here. Looks like we got some Snickerdoodle, Vanilla, Cinnamon, Allspice, Nutmeg. Snickerdoodle? Yeah. So, okay. it's, uh, it's a good beer. Um, definitely, I would say it's pretty distinct from other Christmas ales, like the flavor. So, uh, yeah, I, I had it a few weeks ago. They debuted, probably debuted about two weeks ago, and thought I'd... Bring it along this week Since it's already A lot of the Christmas sales are coming out now So, yeah It was it was good Good time. Yeah, it's
0: pretty good uh, I'm enjoying it uh, It's it's a little different But uh, it's definitely tasty So Jimmy, yeah. what are you drinking?
2: Just some good old H2O boys You know wow. how I
0: do You didn't even stop at Dunkin' for your iced coffee? Or your cold brew?
2: No, I didn't eat. I always, no, always do uh, oh, just, so you did Okay oh. Yeah, it was a while ago Right okay. It's going to say,
0: you know, just being a uh, a cheap college kid. Or what's that? Broke college kid, Why don't you kid, just make bad. your own coffee? You could save a lot of money, huh? Uh, Why do that when you can go to Dunkin'?
2: Yeah, it's not the same. I like Dunkin'. Okay. Shout out
0: to the good people at Dunkin', by the it's way. Like, yeah, yeah, shout We out should to review them. What? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> no, I'm not serious. <laughs> we should also review McDonald's. <laughs> Um, Ooh, that would be a good one. Anyway. I've heard they're good. Yeah? McDonald's? Yeah, McDonald's, yeah. The Golden Arches? Yeah, I've McDonald's. heard they got, I've heard they serve, serve billions. Ah, the, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so, just a few quick updates. Uh, we touched on it last week, uh, but we've got a new contributor to our website, lotlpodcast.com. Actually, did I say last week or last time? I think I said last I think week.
1: you said last week.
0: Yeah, so it definitely wasn't last week. It was last time. Yeah, not last week. So uh, our good buddy Steve Stefano, Steven Stefano, is going to be writing some content for us for our website. He's going to be starting off with uh, the sports blog that I couldn't keep up with because I'm terrible at stuff like that. Uh, So Steve's first piece is up. You can go check it out. It is a detailed uh, blog about the Browns owners, Jimmy and D Haslam, Uh, potentially buying the Columbus crew and keeping them in Columbus. So really cool blog about that. You can check it out. Um, Even if you're not a big soccer fan, MLS fan, whatnot,
1: it's a pretty cool write-up. Yeah, and it's it's a really cool thing to see. You know, Cleveland knows the pain of losing a team, so to have the Browns, who were lost before, be able to hopefully rescue uh, a sure. local soccer club. Yeah, it's a good thing. And Columbus doesn't really have any other pro sports. So, you know, there's a lot of diehards over there. For sure. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And that's already up. And uh, also, we have another article written by Steve, a very detailed and fascinating uh, write-up on the high school football playoffs in the region. That's right. So that's pretty cool. Um, we, had, we had to have him do yeah. it. You
0: know, Jimmy, with Strongsville back in the playoffs for so the first time in a decade... Is it really? Has it really been a decade? 2008 was the last time Sean wow. was in the playoffs. So it really is a big deal. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we've got uh, all the matchups uh, detailed in that. Steve did a really nice job on that. So we'll have that posted tomorrow morning. Uh, so what we also uh, have a picture of the week finally updated, which we're going to get into a little bit later. It's from uh, Jordan and I's trip to the first pour at Great Lakes last week. Um, the event that Great Lakes puts on every year for the uh, tapping of Christmas ale.
1: The, the tapping ale. of the ale.
0: Yeah, so that was pretty cool to be at. I think this is like my third or fourth year in a row going to that, uh, so that's pretty fun. Um, just a quick intro into the topics we're going to get into tonight. Uh, as always, we've got our poll of the week and our top five of the week. Um, we will get into that. as Today being the day after Halloween, We've got a pretty interesting debate as to some etiquette into what type of music you should listen to. So we'll get into that. Top five of the week. We're going to preview our top five TV shows. So the three of us will go through our list there. Ooh, that's that's always a good one. Always fun. Always a fun discussion. Yeah, say. except you guys are going to make fun of me. We probably will. But whatever. Uh, we'll, get, eh, we'll get into our uh, weekly sports topics. So much to get into. Uh, the two teams we're going to talk about, uh, we won't talk about the Indians because their season's over and uh, we haven't really gotten into any free agency or trade uh, talk in the offseason. But the Cavs and the Browns uh Browns fired their coaches this week. So that's fun. We'll talk about that. We'll the gone. And uh, I'm, there was just an article posted by Mary Kay Cabot uh, that Jordan mentioned. Uh, quoting Hugh Jackson, talking about, you know, blah, blah, blah. If this would have been different, we would have been so much better. If blah, 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 blah. So we'll get into that. I'm
1: already kind of... We'll, we'll talk about that more in a second. But smoke is already going out of my to ears. To me, that's just exactly the type of response I would expect from it's, him. Yeah, it's one of the reasons why he's right,
0: not yeah. the Browns coach anymore. Yeah. Uh, but we'll get into uh, some Cavs talk with um, uh, the Cavs also uh, making a coaching change. And uh, what a... Re- uh what a, what a just mess that's turned into be. And also a mess of the start of the season. So uh, we'll get into all that. We've got some reviews for you guys this week. Uh, we're going to be going, like we said earlier, going over first pour at Great Lakes. Uh, I was able to go to Wild Eagle Saloon in Brecksville uh, last week. Yeah. Yeah, last week. Uh, with a couple of coworkers. So we'll um, get into that a little bit. And then to finish us off tonight, Jordan's got some uh, events, festivals, activities previews that he's going to go over. Yeah, to uh, look forward to as we kind of get into uh, the holiday season. So, uh, what do you guys want to do first? Let's 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 go with the uh, poll of the week here. Yeah,
1: let's start with that because
0: this is going to be a nice little debate. So, our poll of the week, as you might have seen uh, on Twitter and Facebook, if you follow us there, it's the day after Halloween. So. It's a very controversial topic. Uh, when is it okay to start listening to Christmas music? Uh, got some pretty pretty good responses uh, on our social media pages, but um, and we'll go through that in a little bit. But I kind of just want to get your guys' thoughts as to uh, how you voted and what you guys think. Jimmy, you go first.
2: Listen here, gentlemen. Uh, I'm a strong advocate of listening to Christmas music, um, the yes! day after Halloween, and <laughs> I gotta be honest, I've listened to it before Halloween plenty of times, oh, so, uh, okay. I, I'm all for it. I know Dan is as well, I know he backed me
1: up. I'm a firm believer that you can listen to Christmas music any time of the year. See, I'm a firm believer that we live in America and we can do whatever we want, so <laughs> I, I agree with you guys. I personally just don't know if I want to hear Christmas music right after Halloween. However, that does not mean I dislike Christmas music. I actually really love it, and I definitely listen to it well before Thanksgiving. I just don't know if I just don't know if I'm ready to yeah. da- like on the day right after Halloween. Yeah, I did listen to one Christmas song uh, while I was driving yesterday, though. So, Which one? Uh, <laughs> no I guarantee. Nobody knows it. Feliz Navidad. No, no, it's uh, it's by New Song. It's by New Song. It's called The Sound of Christmas. Okay. It's, it's a really emotional, it's a song I like a lot. I know their song Christmas Shoes. I hate that song. What? No, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, whoa. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about this more when we get into the top whoa. five. Let's, we'll do a top five Christmas songs whoa. down the line. I cannot stand that song. Oh my god. But I really do like New Song, and I like this. It's called The Sound of Christmas. It's a very nice song. Um, big fan. Okay, so Jordan says no, not right after... Yeah, I said no, yeah. No,
0: not right after uh, Halloween. Jimmy says yes. I I say yes emphatically. Um, like I said, I can listen to Christmas music at any time, but to me, people are always like, oh, you got to wait until after Thanksgiving. Like, I, I would I would agree with that if Thanksgiving had, like, a genre of songs and music to go on. <laughs> Thanksgiving There's songs. no Thanksgiving music. Like, it's not like... Right. Like, for me, like, we start... We start getting ready for Thanksgiving by listening to Christmas music.
1: I, I do have to agree with you there, and I want to add I've always I've never understood the controversy that people try to make. It's a fabricated controversy that oh you, know, you can't listen to Christmas music around Thanksgiving. You have to wait till after. To me, it's all the it's all the same. It's the holiday season.
0: Yeah,
1: it's the holiday season, and the, and the part of the holiday season is we actually go shopping around Thanksgiving time for Christmas. So yeah. why wouldn't we be listening to Christmas music?
0: Like. I can understand maybe okay, don't decorate for
1: Christmas until yeah. after Thanksgiving. I get, I get that, that.
0: Yeah. because like there are Thanksgiving decorations that you can have around the house, like you know with the colors and the fall yeah. colors and all that. Yeah. And Christmas is technically winter, so I get that. But like music, like I, I don't, I don't understand the big like, yeah. oh, you can't do it; it's sacrilegious. You're not allowed to do it. Right. Like, get out of here.
1: Right. I'll listen to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer when I want. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. I personally don't listen it this early, but I, I agree that you, I don't think it's a problem. Yeah. I can't say that I think that. Uh, uh, so We should definitely do a top five Christmas songs, though, later on, we'll closer do that. to the holiday. You know? Maybe we'll do that after Thanksgiving. Ooh. I like it. But I anyway, it. Uh, so just uh, to get the poll results here, can you bring up Twitter. I did. Okay. You I got look Facebook. it up. No, I got them. They're already up. It's on the document. Oh. A I'll win- bring them up. A little window into uh, <laughs> All right. Into so, again, the poll was, is it appropriate to listen to Christmas music the day after Halloween? Twitter says 62% of y'all said so yes. Got it,
0: so you, got it, you, you wrote it on there, but you yeah. wrote it wrong. What did I, how did I write Facebook wrong? Facebook is 64% No. You wrote yes. Oh, I said I read that backwards. Ha-ha! Oh,
1: wow. Wow. See? No. And I, I would have read it. All right. Well, oh. anyways, going back to Twitter, 62% said yes, 38% said no. Um, now you make me think. Do I need to double check and make sure I didn't have a No, like Twitter, no, you were right, I looked at, with, at it okay. earlier, yeah. All right, okay. Uh, and as Dan said, Facebook was basically the opposite. 64% said No. Thirty-six percent said so yes. It's so weird how Twitter and Facebook are usually like and opposite on our sometimes posts. Sometimes it makes sense when it's like a Cleveland sports thing because yeah. we all have a lot of Cleveland fans that are friends with us. But in this case, this is a universal thing, so I don't understand this. It's just weird. I, it's got to be a demographics thing. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea. Yeah, kind of weird. But to
0: all you people on Twitter who said, or on uh, Facebook, see, you got me all screwed up. Everybody on Facebook that said it's not appropriate to listen to Christmas music, you're wrong.
1: You're wrong, Hopper.
0: Lawyered. Guess that movie.
1: Uh, Hopper, I would say Stranger Things, but you said movie, so. Uh, Oh my goodness, you guys don't know? Think of the other famous Hopper in in movie history. Oh my God, we don't know. A Bug's Life. Perfect pause. All right. Whatever. I forgot that I'm life. one of the few people that is a die-hard nerd, die-hard die Bugs Life fan. <laughs> and,
0: uh, <laughs> I've seen a Bugs Life a bunch of times. It's just it didn't come to mind. Like when you like so okay so last night since it was Halloween I watched a bunch of Stranger Things. So I was looking for something that's creepy good, to watch. Yeah, like, that's a good, good, like, good, thing to do. Sort of like scary. Like it's not scary, yeah. but no, it's, it's creepy, creepy. It's or creepy. So I put on Stranger Things, and I, uh, so that's what I immediately thought of when you said Hopper. I thought of Chief nice. Hopper. Oh, okay. And also I, because uh, he's got
1: a fabulous dad bod. He does. I, uh, I watched 28 Weeks Later last night. I saw that on Twitter. Uh, although I got to say I posted that well before the movie was over. I haven't seen that movie in like five years. It's actually not as good as I remember it. It's kind of a letdown, to be honest. Oh. But 28 Days Later, that's a good movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, uh, let's... Let's go through uh, the L-O- the L O T L
1: top five of the week. Dun, dun, dun. Cheesy produced music. We should. We Enter. should. We really need to add some music, some <laughs> intro
0: music. We're so lazy. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, top five of the week. We're, top we're five minimalist. TV shows.
1: Who wants to go first? Me. Okay. All right. Uh, so number five, The Walking Dead. Seasons 1 through 4. I don't watch it after that. I hate it after that. I think it's a terrible show well, after that. You
0: gotta have,
1: <laughs> I got Seasons okay, 1 so through 4. Okay, so if you're going to do that, then I could have I could, I put a bunch of different shows on mine and said, oh, well,
0: I really liked this episode well, and that episode, so uh, I like it.
1: No, I didn't say this episode and that episode. I basically just said the direction they were going in in Seasons 1 through 4 was amazing. And after that, it just was But that's terrible. still part of the show the parts you don't this like this is how i uh, those four seasons are some of the best tv i've ever seen after that i can't say the same but i cannot mention it because it's phenomenal tv oh I what do you say that. what do you say jimmy i respect
2: that I like
1: oh. this. all right nonsense i win nonsense number 4 you don't win i just don't really <laughs> care that much to debate it <laughs> number 4 marvel's daredevil the netflix version If you haven't, have you seen that, Dan? Uh -uh. Oh, Jimmy, have you seen that? I have not. Wow, I'm actually surprised. That is, to me, it's like on par with where the Dark Knight was for comic book movies. As far as a comic comic book TV show goes, it's amazing. I didn't even care about Daredevil or know really much of what he does until I started watching this show, and I love it. It's phenomenal. It's it's great TV. A good mix of action and like drama. Number three, Stranger Things. I don't think I've ever seen a show as unique and fascinating and entertaining as Stranger Things. Um, If you haven't seen it, I don't even know how you describe it. The only way I could describe it is like 80s retro sci fi vibes. Yeah, it takes place
0: in like 80s. Like think of like a dark. Yeah,
1: think of like a darker ET. With more characters and more more things and creatures, and it's amazing. And it is designed. It is. Say what? It's definitely a scarier monster than ET. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Um, I mean, it's designed to be retro and throwback and you know nostalgic. So amazing show. Number two is The Office. Uh, It is the funniest show of all time, in my opinion. And I will always be down to watch an episode of The Office. Um, it's just, it's absolutely the greatest comedy I've ever seen. Um, and number one is Breaking Bad. Uh, this show is just, if you haven't seen it, you gotta watch it. Jimmy, have you seen it? I've seen
2: parts of it. I've never really given it there's a There's a lot of, there's a lot of those, like
1: a, of a lot of those seen parts of it, people. The first season's Breaking a little, Bad is a fantastic show. The first season's a little slow, but if you can get past it, it's, it's phenomenal. It's just... Really well-written, the detail. They'll show things in one episode, and you're like, what was the point of that? And then, like, five episodes later, that comes into play. and They just have writing that I haven't seen in many shows before. And uh, I want to quickly throw out some honorable mentions, because I really love TV shows. Uh, Archer is a funny show to me. The Simpsons, Narcos is a great uh, drug cartel thriller. Mindhunter is a... Is about the founding of modern FBI methods in catching serial killers, and it's, it's a thriller and it's really good. Parks and Rec is like an alternate office, very funny. Except not as good. Not as good, but it's funny. Fight um, me on that, you I, people. I, I'm, I, I dare you. Yeah, actually, that'd be funny. If anyone disagrees, let us know. And then Ozark is a great uh, drug Ozark is thriller great. as well. Yeah, yeah. So those are just some that came to mind. All right, who's next? Hames, go ahead.
2: I'll go my laptop. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Didn't even plug his laptop five.
1: in. There
2: we go. Okay, so my top five. We're going to start at the five spot. This is a, a good one. Um, this is, I just talked to Dan about this today. It made the list. The Haunting or Haunting of Hill House.
1: Wait, already? You I literally just just, I just came it. out. Listen,
2: listen. I just watched it. I was very skeptical of it at first. I was like, okay, this kind of looks... Kind of boring, kind of dreary, but I'll give it a chance. No, it is one of it's by far one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Like what you just said about Breaking Bad, Jordan. There's so yeah. many like things, twists and turns that happen. You're like, what's the reasoning for that? And the whole plot of the show, it goes back and forth in between like timelines. It'll be past for most of the episode, then it'll be the present. And it's okay. Just, it's really good. So if you haven't seen it, which I'm sure you haven't, since it came out literally like last week. Definitely uh, check it
1: out. Wow. Um, so that good, it, huh? I like it
2: more than Stranger Things, to be honest. Oh, okay.
1: that's, that's, you didn't need to say that. You didn't need okay, to say I,
2: that. Okay, I haven't even seen it, and I've seen both, so.
1: I still don't yeah. think you needed to say that. But um, go on. When it comes to Halloween-themed TV shows, I
2: like this one better. Number four, King of Queens. Good old Kevin oh. James. yes! Uh, it's been a great... It's been uh, one of my fan favorites for a long time. Me and my dad would always watch it late at night growing up as a kid. I thought it was the funniest thing ever. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So good. Uh, Number three,
0: here's a good one. We got Seinfeld. Yes. And and notice that I picked that over Friends, which Seinfeld's... Good call. Again, Um, fight us on that.
2: that.
1: that I don't think it's funny.
0: You don't think Seinfeld's funny?
1: Nope. That's right. Jordan's I'm, got a really bad sense of humor. I've tried Seinfeld multiple times and I just sit there kind of like, what? <laughs> Don't even
2: tell me that Kramer or Newman or George Costanza.
1: Hello, great... Newman.
2: Yeah.
0: Come yeah,
1: on. Get out of here. All might, right get, you get, get, get out of here, Mr. Haunting of Hill House. Just watched yeah. it. Greatest show ever. Yeah, whatever. Jordan cool. Jordan's
0: uh, view of comedy is a bug's life, so. No, no, that's not a view of comedy. That's, that's adventure. <laughs> oh, even better. Well, all
2: right, number two, Cheers. If, Ooh, um, wow. This TV show, I, I mean, I've always heard of it. I'm sure everybody knows the beginning intro song. Yep. I'm not going to sing, but I'm sure you know how it goes. Uh, Where I everyone knows your name. This, huh?
0: Where everyone knows your name.
2: There you go. Yeah, uh, so my, I think my dad told me about this, and uh, I, I was, like, saying, like, oh, to, like, what good TV shows were around, like, way back when, whenever, and uh, he brought that one up, and it was on Netflix, you know what? So, um, Every week. Listen, I can't mute it, because <laughs> it's just all the sound. <laughs>
1: uh, go on. on. All, all right. right.
2: Okay, there go. Um, yeah, so he turned me on to this show, it's on Netflix, so everybody go check it out. Uh, and number one, you know, no surprise here, the office.
1: Oh, it's, okay. you
2: have seen it about three or four times through. Yeah, you can't, uh, I mean, yeah. It, it's just you, you can't, can't uh, not have the office it's on your listed, list. It's, right, right. It's just too phenomenal. And then my uh, honorable mentions Parks and Rec, South Park. I, uh, like, how do you feel about South Park?
1: Uh, South Park is very good. It's very clever. Uh, the, the, voice, the voices and the humor sometimes are just like annoying to me in the same way that Family Guy is annoying. But uh, unlike Family Guy and other shows like that, South Park is incredibly smart and brilliant, brilliant satire. So great show.
2: Yeah, no I'll, doubt. I'll take them over Family Guy any day.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. In fact, I felt bad. You know, I feel bad even comparing it to Family Guy. To be honest, I didn't mean to do well, that. Well, they hate each
2: other. Right. Oh. Yep.
1: Yeah, they but, do. Uh, but uh, and
2: then my other honorable mention uh, was George Lopez. That's just the fans. Favorite. Oh, way <laughs> like the George Lopez <laughs> show. Or and Jordan's offended. <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
0: uh, I actually, I, yeah, I used to binge watch the George Lopez show. That was, that was a great show. The mother, I think her name was Benny, Benita. And then, uh, uh, his wife and his kids and his brother. It's so, like, stereotypical, like, Mexican. But, yeah, I mean, no, I've yeah.
1: seen parts of, I've seen some episodes. It's funny. I like, think.
0: the brother talks like, Nies. yeah,
1: I, I think it's pretty funny. It's just—I love it's that a show. I don't yeah, find yeah. sitcoms that funny, but it's decent. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. That, you proved that when you said you don't like Seinfeld. That's no, not funny. You're not, you're not funny. Okay. Uh, let me run through mine real quick. You guys are gonna make fun of me. Number five, Full House. Uh, I thought about it. Really. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, love, just cause, like, I, I grew, growing up, it was in my wheelhouse, so, like, we would always watch it, and now, even if it's on TV and I see it, I'll watch it, like, it doesn't matter, um, I loved it, I love the show, uh, all the characters and everything, um, number four for me as well, King of Queens, oh. uh, it, that was my favorite show, like. Like really? in high school and into college. Right. Just, oh, yeah. just like the oh, everything about that show. There's nothing about that show that's bad. It's a good show. Um, that was like peak Kevin James. Like Kevin James acting in movies, not good. Kevin James acting in King of Queens, <laughs> yeah. phenomenal. True. I think
2: Arthur is probably, one of, probably my favorite character. Okay. Arthur? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Doug, I think he's my favorite in that show. Yeah,
0: absolutely. For sure. Um, number three for me, I don't know how neither of you guys put this on your list, Boy Meets World. I, Uh, uh, I never really
1: saw that. Oh my god, you such, you're such an HLB. I am, but I doubt I would like it anyways.
2: What? You've never seen
1: it? I've seen clips of it, I've never really watched. I don't, I don't, I told you, I don't find sitcoms funny. I don't find anything like that funny. (sighs) Well, it's, like, one of the greatest shows ever. I got a Hulu
0: account just so I... Once I found out that it was <laughs> on there so just so, could so I watch could watch it. it. That's funny. Um, and then when I when I finished watching it through, I deleted my Hulu account. Number two for me, Stranger Things. Alright. Uh, respect took, to that. Yeah, it took me it took me a couple episodes. I actually when I first watched it, I watched the first episode and then didn't watch it again for six months. Just because I wasn't you told me I, I wasn't that. really yeah. interested in mm-hmm. it. Um, and then so many people just like, Oh, you gotta watch it. Once you get through episode three, you're absolutely hooked. So then I watched the next two, and yeah, I and you were, pretty much, yeah. I remember
1: when we were all, because several of us in our friend group were like, oh, Stranger Things, and then yeah. like you were like, all right, I'll try it again. And then you were like, oh, yeah. I'm so addicted to Stranger Things. Yep, yeah, pretty
0: much. And then number one has to be, it's The Office. There's no debate.
1: It's the great, in yeah, okay, my yeah, opinion, yeah,
0: it's yeah, the greatest yeah. TV show of all time. I Michael Scott is the it. greatest character in any TV show of all time. Can't argue that. Uh, another show where it's a little weird if uh, you're watching it and you only get through the first season, you're kind of like, okay, this is
1: really awkward. The first season, I actually didn't see the first season the first time I saw it. I saw it more from the second season on. That's, that's probably a good on, thing because then you, you watch it, you love yeah, it, and then you, and then you can go back and watch the first season. I, I got into The Office back when it was still airing on like TV. Uh, and so there was a channel, I don't remember, in Detroit that had, like, reruns, and I caught it in the second season and watched it all the way through that way, yeah. um, but it wasn't until later when I got Netflix that I saw the first season, and I was, like, weird, but <coughs> since I knew everyone, I was, like, okay, but I still like it, you know, but I could have, if I saw the first season, like, straight up, I would have probably been a little weirded out by it, it's just a For strange, sure. it's a strange show, yeah. um, but, so, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, so
0: that's my top five. I don't have any honorable mentions. Um, but, yeah, I can't even really think right now. But you know, no, that's Breaking not Bad would be up there. Yeah. Uh, Seinfeld would be up there. But, you know, whatever. All right. So let's get into some controversial sports topics. Uh that happened this week, huh, hey guys? Let's talk about it. Let's uh, let's dive into the Cavs here first. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy, what do you think? T. Lou, out. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think he deserved a little
2: more, uh, a little more time, but uh, I understand. Cavs fans are just frustrated. I don't know. I, I think it's funny that he went a day before uh, Hugh Jackson, but, um, I don't know. I, I, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think we need a fresh start in Cleveland. So when it comes to rebuilding, I, I mean, I guess you should get a new coach as well. But I, I guess we'll see how it plays out.
1: I think that a lot of people aren't too surprised. Most people understood he wasn't actually a very good coach. Um, he inherited a, a team that was already winning. Like, they had a winning record. It was very bizarre when they fired at, and you had so many once-in-a-generation talents, you had two, possibly two, obviously one, but you had, you could make an argument, you had two once-in-a-generation talents on your team, and that's how they won the, 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 the finals, and I'm not saying that, you know, Lou had nothing to do with that, but I don't really know how much he did, I mean, it was a weird situation where... LeBron called the shots a lot of times on exactly how much, I don't know. I don't think anyone will ever know except for those who were involved, but he wasn't a great tactical coach. I mean, he didn't seem to know what lineup he needed to put out ever. Um, and that's concerning. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not surprised, and I think I think I agree with you, though. It's kind of part of like, well, we've got to just restart this. We've got to have a fresh start, you know, and move forward. I don't know if you agree with any of that, Dan, but so, here's my thing. I uh,
0: I don't necessarily disagree with firing Lou. Your own six. I think that one of the reasons one of the reasons that got him fired was his uh, insistence on playing veterans when uh, the team about faced after the first couple games and wanted to play their young guys, and Lou just didn't do it. Um, and then they continued to lose more games and got to 0-6. And, and the team was like, okay, well, uh, you're done. Here's my issue. I think the Cavs from the top down are an absolute mess. I think that starts all the way at the top. Um, they're so trigger – so trigger-happy with everything. Uh, you know, the owner, Dan Gilbert – Has been through how many coaches, how many GMs since he's on the team, like, and just talking this season specifically. Obviously, we knew that the Cavs were going to take a major step back with LeBron leaving, but the problem is they they fed us all this garbage about wanting to compete this year, and we're not we're not rebuilding, we're not tanking, like blah blah blah. They signed Kevin Love to this four year max contract. You know, he got hurt, but that's not – you can't fault the coach for that or anybody in the organization. You just got hurt. Um, the, but the problem is, like, they fed us all this bull crap, and they fed this BS to the players, like the veteran players, like, no, this isn't a rebuilding thing. Stick with us. You know, we're going to go for the playoffs this year. We're going to be competitive, blah, blah, blah. And then you get three games into the season, you lose all three games, and the GM is now starting to tell all the – veteran players, hey, we're not going to play you anymore. Uh, tells T. Lou, you know, talks to T. Lou and the coaching staff, like we want to play our young guys. And just after three games do an about face and decide like, Hey, uh, we're not going to compete this year. Like, what is that? And then T. Yeah, Lou's it's... like, T. Lou basically went against, uh, what their wish was after they about faced. And that's ultimately got him fired. Um, so, I don't think Ty, uh, Ty Lue's a bad coach. I think he's a good coach. Um, I think it's probably a blessing in disguise for him that he got fired. Uh, because he's got some health issues that date back to last year. I do remember that. And um, I feel like after the last few years, he probably just needs to take like, some time off. He needs to take a year off uh, and regroup and go get like, a team that's his team. Because one of the issues was LeBron left, and you had a team that was built to play around a dominant player like LeBron, but they were without that dominant player.
1: so That's actually a really good point. They literally, and LeBron had a lot to do with that, catered that team exactly to how he wanted it to be. And you remove the key, literal foundation to that, and it's weird. It doesn't make any sense. It's actually one of the reasons why Kyrie uh,
0: asked for a trade, because... Yeah, he saw the writing on the wall, like, whether LeBron stayed or not. Like, so if, if LeBron was going to leave, this is before he did, two yeah. years ago when he demanded a trade, that, yeah, people were going to say, oh, well, you got your own team now, you got your wish. Like, when you when you ended up re-signing before LeBron and said he was coming back, like, when you thought the team was going to be yours, like, you haven't. But if I'm Kyrie, I'm like, yeah, I have my own team, but I have teammates and players that were brought in to play around LeBron. Right. Like, Kyrie doesn't play the same style of basketball oh, as LeBron of does. does. Of course Like, so, and now you don't have either of them. And now Kevin Love's hurt. And you have, like, this weird dynamic where you have, like, four or five really veteran-laden guys who helped you win a championship. But then, you, like, the other half of the roster you've started to, like, strip away and strip down and get younger and and blah, blah, blah. So it's like... Well, what do you want to what do you want to do? So, like in the offseason, probably to keep the season ticket base that they've that they've yeah. built up, they said, no, we're not gonna we're not gonna uh, we're not gonna tank. We're gonna try and build this up. You know, right. we want to compete right. this year. But then after a handful of games, you're like, no, screw that. We're gonna go in a different direction. We're gonna do something else. We're yeah. not Jr. We're not playing you, Corver. We're not playing you. Uh, Kevin Love gets hurt. Channing Frye. We're not playing you, and it, we're gonna play all the young guys. Yeah, so it's like, I what is it. this organization <laughs> doing? Like, where is this, where is this right. team headed? And now you got the stuff coming out today about uh, how Jr. doesn't want to be there anymore. Well, why would he? Right. Like, I can't well, blame basically,
1: JR. He's basically told he's not going to play, and, and it's yeah, and he's like, not for anything he's done necessarily. It just right. It's this weird and direction. And had
0: his boneheaded moments. We oh, all, of course, we all uh, know, I g-
1: make fun of him all the time. We all but know.
0: We all know game. You know what right. happened in game one of the finals last year, but. I mean, if you go back and look at it, Jr. Smith. You go back and look at that game seven in 2016. The Cavs came out of halftime down seven, mm-hmm. and he scores eight straight points to give him the lead right yeah. out of halftime. Yeah, and that gave him the confidence to you know compete the rest of the game. So I'm not saying Jr. Won us a championship, but no, but he was he, a key component. He played
1: key parts to that right. championship, There's and he's not. No the, doubt.
0: He's not the same player that he was back then. But like. If I'm him, I'm like, man. If you're not gonna play me, then why, why am I here? Trade right. me. Right. Like, don't, don't say this. Like, oh, we want to compete. Like, blah blah blah. We want to do this. We want to do that. Right. And then tell me I'm not playing. Like, that's, that's insane. It is. Uh. So I mean, that, those are my those are my feelings on it. I don't know. Jimmy, do you, What do you think? Do you do you agree with me? Do you disagree with me?
2: No, I agree with you. I just think, um, to, you know, come back around to my point earlier, it's just, it just seems like we've just totally lost all hope after, you know, six games or whatever it was. And that, that kind of shows, uh, just a little shakiness at the top and then we all know just how much of a joke Gilbert is. And, uh, we're starting to look like, you know, the Cavs again when LeBron left the first time. And, um, it and sucks. that's and that's
0: okay. sad because the team that, the team this time around is so much more talented than that team.
2: A lot hey, I'm not saying the caliber of players is the same, but it's definitely starting to look that way, at least in the eyes of Cleveland fans. Yeah. Um. But hey, do, do we tank for Zion? Or what's See, what's
1: I, the plan? I'm not that. I'm not. I that, wouldn't want Zion. I'm not that big on Zion. Zion's like a Simmons. Yeah. Like he he can't shoot. He's he's flashy and he's really good, but. I wouldn't want Zion. There's other guys there. I like know. I actually like Barrett better.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, you know, we got a long
0: way to go before we talk about that. Yeah. But yeah. uh and yeah, and like and, and another thing that's going on is this whole Larry Drew, like, interim slash acting,
1: slash World. voice, like. How how crazy was it? Not to cut you off, but how crazy was it when he was basically like, uh, "Yeah, I'm actually not officially the coach yet." Right. And they're like, "Whoa, what?" And he's like, "That's right. not official." And right. then, which is a bit, which is a bit of
0: posturing because technically his title under Lou was associate was head coach. Was already associate coach, but so right, under his that. job description, like if anything happens to the head coach, you assume
1: that role. And he's one, he's one of the highest paid assistants. But I in do league. think that it was weird that he had not been officially told, "Hey, you know, obviously yeah. this is going." Yeah, I yeah. mean. They still have to communicate that with him. Right? So Larry Drew's actually
0: had something like this happen to him before, uh, and which is probably why he's acting the way he is. So when he was coach of the Bucks, they actually hired Jason Kidd before they fired Larry Drew. Mm-hmm. So in essence, for a little bit, they had two head coaches. Gotcha. He, and while the Bucks went like seventeen and sixty-five that year before so it's not like he had much to say about keeping his job. Like, it's a little weird, like, if you're in a job and you see they hire your replacement and you're still in that job. So, uh, Larry is looking for, for some uh, some kicks in finances. Uh, he's looking for some guaranteed money, some assurances for beyond this year. And so it's just posturing and negotiating. The problem is it's, is it's taking place... Like, this all... All this stuff is, like, commonplace in the league, but it doesn't make it to the media. And they, whoever, I'm pretty sure Larry Drew did, but they took it to the media. And that's why this is, like, everything's getting out. So it's just, man, thank God they were able to win a game the other night because it's just a mess down there right now. I don't know what else to say. Well, I, it's you know, it's I, am of the belief that I don't think the Cavs are going to be competitive again consistently until Dan
1: Gilbert is not the owner. I, I mean, I hate to be, I mean, for me, it's easier to say because I'm not a, a Cavs fan, you know, obviously, like a diehard or anything. Um, but they I mean they had a four-year title window. They got a title. were t- arguably close a couple of, of those years as well to maybe have been competing and. You know, the title windows shut down, and sometimes it's not dramatic like LeBron James leaves. Yeah, you know, sometimes one team will be good one year and terrible the next. Yeah. I mean, it just it is what it is, and um, I'm not too shocked any of this is happening. It is a little bothersome to see the political issues going on and just the chaos, like. You know, it doesn't seem like they really know what they're doing right now. It's ridiculous. It's yeah, stupid, they have no idea what but, they're doing. Which is that's a bummer. That that yeah. is a bummer because it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, and it's a reflection of the leadership of the organization. Right. right. But again, and we you said, and you're not wrong. You know, Gilbert's a terrible, terrible. Um, yeah, I mean, owner. just because
2: you're
0: willing, like like people's, like I always hear like people defend Dan Gilbert, like oh, he spends the money. That doesn't make you a good owner. Right. Anyone can spend money. Like
1: I mean, it's right. Yeah.
0: Who like when when you've had LeBron like. What owner wouldn't have spent well, into the luxury tax if they had LeBron? Right. The the Miami Heat tried to cut that off, like LeBron's last year, and that's why he left. Yeah. Yeah. If they would have continued to spend in the luxury tax, LeBron probably doesn't leave the Heat and come back to the Cavs. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they, they got rid of Mike Miller so they can stay under the cap tax threshold, and that pissed LeBron off, and after that it was all downhill. But, right.
1: Yeah, so... <laughs> You no, know, it's 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 a bummer. Um, I can't I can't really blame Jr. for his comments, but I did think it was cool how he kind of stood up for Cleveland and yeah, you know, kind of said that. But yeah, you know, it's again, it's not. I'm not really shocked any of this is happening. It's just a bummer. Yeah. But
0: okay, uh, switching gears here. We're gonna uh, stay on the uh, coach firing carousel here. We're just gonna go down the street. Stay in Cleveland. And we're going to talk about the Browns, who, in my opinion, did what they should have done uh, 10 months ago.
1: And that's fire Hugh Jackson. So you think he should have been fired after the 0-16 season? Yeah. I mean... I think that's pretty logical. Like, I'm not going to... I'm not going to
0: sit here and try and say, like, oh, he didn't have a bad hand dealt to him. Right. But, dude... You, he won one game in two years. Like, right. you have to actually try to lose that many games. I understand that they stripped the, the roster down. He wasn't given, you know, a decent roster. But, man, and he's spouting off, like, in live time right now as we speak Yeah, to uh, Mary Kay Cabot, Like talking about, oh, if we would have done the things that we're doing this year, my first year, we'd be a contender right now. Blah blah blah. You know who? Who cares? I don't care about that. Bottom line is, bottom line is, you took the job knowing full well what was gonna what was gonna happen. Right. All this BS about how the Haslam's lied to him about how they weren't going to strip it all down. Like,
1: and and here's the thing, like, not to cut you off, but I mean, how rare are O sixteen seasons? It's incredibly, only happened one other time in the NFL, in NFL Incredibly history. rare. Yeah. So it's kind of... I know that's kind of a silly thing to say. That doesn't really prove anything. But it does show that it's hard to be that bad in the NFL. And I know he had a bad team. I get that. I get that. But you know what? <laughs> There's... You know, other teams figure out how to win one or two
0: games. It, like, it, 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 show, it it reared its head this year. The Browns actually have a competitive team this year. And... Uh, He's blowing games with his coaching mm-hmm. yeah. this season. His play calling when, he's he he's a, when he has a when he has a like there's there's two games for sure that they've played already that they should have won, Oakland and Tampa Bay, and coaching decisions that come directly from him inhibited them from. Winning that game, you can say, "Oh, the refs spotted the ball wrong in the Raiders game, and if they spotted it correctly,
1: that we would have won." But blah oh, well, I never should have came to that. You sh- know, you had a two touchdown lead in the yeah. fourth quarter. You should have been able to manage that football game to close that game out. And bottom line, he was 36 and one, which is unbelievable. Just unbelievable. That's record, right? Or not? Maybe not the record, but it's like historically bad. Yeah, in forty games, he won three. Right.
0: Yeah. Not three in a season. Three and 13 would be a great season for him. Right. right. He went three and 36 and one. That's absurd. And he's spouting off uh, because he didn't get a fair chance. Win some games, bro. Three. I agree. Two of them came this year. <laughs> this isn't season. So he's literally won one game in two seasons. Oh, my God. My head hurts when I think about that guy. Oh, I was watching the game on Sunday, and I was watching it with my dad and my brothers, and I just wouldn't shut up about it. I'm like, right. he's got to go. you got to fire him. It, you can't do it. Like, I was of the belief, like, I don't truly think that firing an NFL head coach in the middle of the season really accomplishes anything, because you're essentially just punting on the season. Yeah, exactly. And even, even if you're going to do it, usually you wait for the bye week, but... I don't. I don't want that guy around this football team anymore. This team's young, talented, and,
1: impressionable, and I don't want them, I don't want. I don't want the team around him anymore. Do you remember all that talk about we got to change the culture, the losing, him being whiny about this does not help that at all. Him going on the air and being like, "Wow, you I know, wasn't given a fair chance." Dude, just take the L. Right, you were three. 36 right. and one and you're and you're gonna be getting a you you can, can complain right go away you can complain all you want about you should have this and you have no idea what happened behind the closed doors all you want but you were three 36 and one yep. you do not get to whine and complain. You just don't. I'm sorry. Like he's going be, to though. Handle it like a man and, and just and just be like, hey, you know that part's past me. We've parted ways. I'm looking for my next, you know, my next job. He's going to do that though because
0: he's going on the it. first take tomorrow on ESPN. Yeah. And I'm sure he's going to throw the Browns under the bus for whoa, whoa, whoa! They didn't, they didn't do did what they what they told. They didn't do what they told me they were going to do, and all this BS. Like, just get out, get out. And I don't. He's, and he's and, done, and I said made. I don't want him around like this yeah. young, impressionable yeah. team. I don't want him around
1: Baker Mayfield right. one more second. Right. right, right. He has made some bizarre play calls, especially some weird calls on third and long. And I, it's, just, it's enough. It's enough of it. Yeah. Like no more of it. And Todd Haley's co- we, apparently there's all these internal issues with him and. Him and Hugh, right, or something? Yeah. That oh, was, what a bunch of clowns!
0: I mean, you, you could tell that that marriage was destined to fail in the first yeah, episode or of Hard Knocks when they or had they that. Couldn't even hide their issues yeah. with each other on the show. Yeah. So, um, Jimmy, what what are your thoughts? Um, I mean, if you want to call it a
2: dumpster fire, call it a dumpster fire. But um, yeah. Uh, I think you're right about not having Hugh around the team. Them being so
0: young and impressionable. Uh I didn't know he's going on first take tomorrow. Yeah. Is that happening? Yep. Yes yeah. Darren Ravel of ESPN tweeted that. So this is
2: turning into a soap opera is what it feels like. Is it the lights and cameras getting through his head or something? Right, so- I, no, he's just
0: he, he's trying to get his he's trying to get his narrative out there and he's basically trying to control the narrative of uh, it wasn't my fault. It was the Haslem. the only The only thing I blame about the Haslam for the Haslams is a hiring his ass, which, <laughs> yeah. which, you know, I'll admit, going back on it when it first happened, I was all for it because the dude's a good offensive coordinator. He's a terrible head
1: coach, but that's the thing. I feel I also, like I feel like his strength is he can be. Uh, an assistant <laughs> coach in some form. Right. You know, a, a position coach. Some, guy, some yeah. guys are made that way. Some guys are great head or assistant coaches,
0: uh, off, like coordinators, offensive or defensive, but yeah. they're terrible head coaches. Yeah. Terrible. And, so, and I, I, I'll, I'll blame the Haslams in this regard. Uh, I, I think they set the franchise a year back by just keeping him. I said at the beginning I would have fired him 10 months ago after the season ended last year. Uh, and it's proven to be correct because – uh, this is turning into a, a wasted year, basically, Yeah. Uh, already. And it's sad to say that because we're only halfway through the season, but it's just unbelievable uh, how this franchise, this organization, continues and continues and continues to dig themselves in these holes with these, coach- with these hirings, these firings, all this obnoxious BS. And like we said with Dan Gilbert, it points to one area, and that's the, that, that's the top. That's the Haslam's. They're the ones who have gone through like four head coaches since they've owned the team six years ago. They've gone through how many uh, regimes with uh, the front office, like they, And the thing that's maddening about it is they finally this year, they hired a really good GM who's proven to be good at talent acquisition and proven in the draft, proven uh, to be able to put teams together. And then they don't bring in a new head coach. They keep the same head coach that just went one and thirty one. Like, what do you expect's going to happen? Yeah. Sorry, Jimmy, not to cut you off there, but I could go on for forty five minutes. That's fine. We'll have a
2: special episode for that one
0: of these days. Oh, I almost, I almost dropped an emergency episode on Monday.
2: Hmm. <laughs> but, there's, but that's the question. What does he do now? Does he just take up a assistant coaching job or?
0: If Probably the whole yeah.
2: team even bother hiring him as a head coach like, will, is that even a
0: possibility? I don't think so anymore. I mean he's been a head coach now twice usually usually in the NFL if you're a head coach twice and you fail both times that's, that's pretty much it. Very, I mean very rarely do guys in the NFL get a third chance at, at, to be a head coach so I, I, don't, I don't see it. I, I could see him being an assistant coach again um, you know I could see him working his way back up to being a coordinator. Just because he's a good coordinator. But after this uh, Browns tenure, I can't see anybody uh, putting their future in him as head coach. I just can't see it.
2: Or does he deserve it? A-
0: yeah. Um, so, I, I, you know, I don't know, I don't know how, mu- how much you guys are into uh, who the Browns are looking at potentially as head coach uh, for next year. Obviously, Greg Williams is going to be the interim coach for the rest of the year. Um, I don't know if you guys taken a look at it yet. Have you read it, Read up about anything? I'll be honest, it? Stan, I don't really
1: know. That's where my sports knowledge and all sports kind of ends. I'm yeah. not really good at figuring out who would be a good coach. I right. don't really see any rhyme or reason with who makes a good coach. I, right. I can't figure it out myself. But. Well, so there, there's a lot of people who are, you know, the NFL
0: is a copycat league. So... You see the success that the Rams are having now with the young, innovative yeah. coach and in Sean McVay, who's literally six months older than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's immediately uh, where people's heads are going for the Browns for our next head coach. Um, you know, there's talks about Lincoln Riley because he, he's the coach at Oklahoma and he was Baker's coach. Um you know i i i don't i have reservations about whether he can translate to the nfl i've heard a lot and jimmy i don't know if you've read about this i don't know if you've heard this name uh matt campbell he's the head coach at iowa state um he's from here he went to school at mount union uh he's been a college coach he's been a college head coach a couple places uh he's in his upper 30s uh, he's supposedly very well regarded in John Dorsey circles, uh, as far as being a potential NFL head coach. So we'll see what that happens. He's actually my head coach one. He's my he's my top candidate. I actually know him a little bit because he used to coach at BG. Um, and uh, he did a he did a football camp at Strongsville High School. My brother was there, so. I'm uh, I'm all bored with Coach Soup, as they call him.
2: So you can get tickets is what you're telling us?
0: Not necessarily. I don't care. I just want the Browns to win. And I think he'd be a good NFL head coach. I think he's a master motivator. I think he's innovative offensively. Um, everywhere he's gone, uh, he's been a program uh, builder. He's turned the fortunes of programs everywhere he's been. Um, so... I just think he's that young, infusive uh, energy that that a team could rally around. So, that's my pick. Who knows? I mean, there's also a bunch of NFL assistant coaches that the Browns could look after. But uh, I'm absolutely fascinated to hear what nonsense Hugh Jackson spews uh, tomorrow. I can't wait to hear it. Because you know, if he's going on these press tours, the only thing he's doing is to try and put out the flame for his reputation. So, he's going to throw... And, you know, behind the scenes and stuff that's, that's come out, he has no problem throwing people under the bus. So he's probably going to do it tomorrow. But, uh, so yeah, uh, let us know uh, on social media what you guys think of uh, the hirings and firings and all that stuff. Um, we'll keep talking about it as news comes out. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, I didn't want to get too worked up there because I could talk about the nonsense that is Hugh Jackson for like an hour. But, uh, yeah, we don't want to have you guys for that long. So, let's switch gears here a little bit. Let's talk about some reviews uh, of some places that we've been to. Uh, Jordan, you want to uh, talk a little bit about, and I will too because I was there with you.
1: Yeah. But uh, the first pour event at Great Lakes. Of course. Uh, So... Kind of a Cleveland tradition. How long it's been going on for? Well over a decade, right? A while, yeah. Yeah. So, um, Great Lakes is the the flagship craft beer company in um, in Cleveland, and you know it's been around since the late '80s. Iconic, all that stuff. So uh, it's not a surprise that their Christmas sale is a big deal, and it's kind of like a famous thing in Cleveland. You know, if you're from Cleveland, you're you're well aware that Christmas sale is a must purchase uh brew in the holiday season um so first pour is a fun event they do each year it actually takes place in the spooky season uh late october because that's when they have to start uh brewing it of course um or that is releasing it i should say and so yeah we went to it it was fun the problem with first pour is it's so popular it's incredibly crowded I mean, we're talking, like, wall to oh wall. Oh, my gosh. Like, you literally are yeah. bumping into people every second.
0: They had, they had cops in there actually yeah. not allowing people in. Yeah.
1: they were... That, and they were blocking off entire parts of the basement. At one point, just to get in the main entrance, they had to wait for, like, the same amount of people to leave. Like... Yeah. It was, it was chaos. I mean, it's like that every year. Uh, we were able to find some breathable areas up top, actually, and we got two brews. We got two pints. Um... And stay there for a little bit. It's it's just kind of fun just to go there, and it's yeah. so 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 tasty and fresh when it oh. comes right off the tap. Um, I do think it's a little sweet and a little strong, so it's not a beer that I tend to drink a lot of ever. Uh, but it's I don't a classic. think any, I don't think anybody can. You can, yeah. It's, Two's my absolute. Well, limit. and I can't someone drink more was explaining that. to me it's seven point five percent, which is high to begin with. Yes, it's actually higher than that technically right. because of the honey. So right. it's even it. more alcoholic yeah. than it comes off to be so. It's a good beer though. Um and it goes so well with like a nice savory like to me the the, the idea of eating like turkey dinner with a Christmas sale is just a oh, great yeah. combo. Um it was fun and now you can purchase great uh, a Christmas sale in all the stores now. So there's that too. But yeah, it was a good time.
0: Yeah, it was it was fun. Uh I went last year and they didn't have it I, I didn't really consider it to be any busier this year than last year, but last year they didn't have anything like they didn't have police in there, like telling people they couldn't go in different areas. Right. Um. So, uh, I was able to pretty much go everywhere in Great Lakes. Uh, great Lakes, just a great place.
1: It, it is. I, I mean, mean, it's it's a great brewery. the The, the brewery itself is really cool. It's yeah. very it's a vintage. Uh, pub or right. tavern from like what did they say the 30s or, so, or 20s? Actually older yeah. than that. Yeah. But uh like the bar for instance right. has been around it's the same bar that was the there in like the yeah. 30s or something. Yeah. There's even bullet holes yeah. when an assassination attempt was made on yep. Elliot Ness. which just fascinating history. Yeah. And we talked about that a little yeah. bit when we yeah. when we went on we our, our tour. tour. I still yeah. want to do it again now that they're doing Christmas sale. I
0: think it would be great. We but, should do uh, that. Yeah. But yeah, so uh yeah, that was that was so much fun.
1: Uh definitely suggest doing it next year. Jimmy mm-hmm. can do it next year. Yeah, Jimmy. We can have a we can have a, a completely official lottle event. it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: first pour. Uh so yeah, I definitely suggest uh
0: going there. They also they also have uh good food at Great Lakes. Um So yeah, definitely uh hit them up. Uh but the first pour event's always a great time. Uh and then uh I was able to go to a place I've wanted to go to for a while. Uh there's a place downtown, but this one just opened. It's Wild Eagle Saloon, Wild Eagle Saloon. Um it's downtown down by pub, uh not public square. Uh Playhouse. I was going to say public square. Playhouse
1: Theater. Um, yeah, it's kind of in between Public Square or Playhouse Square and uh the stadium. Yeah. The baseball stadium. Um so that's cool. I mean, that's just like a just like a bar, but um
0: The one in Brexville is really cool. Uh, So the one in Brexville has this, uh, what's called an inebriation station, which essentially... What's an inebriation station? So they essentially give you a card that you can put money on, almost like a Wild Eagle debit card. Okay. So like, say you're going there and you want to have a couple beers, just tell them, hey, can I get 10 bucks on the card? They bring you over a card. It's got ten, it's got ten bucks on it. They just put it on your bill whenever you're done eating or whatever, and you go over to this area that's got thirty two taps. It's got thirty two uh, you know beer taps, mm-hmm. um, all different kinds of craft beer are around around Cleveland. They also have some stuff like they had Founders there. They had they had Breckenridge there, um, so but most of it's Cleveland, and then you just flash the card in front of the screen. And mm-hmm. you can pour yourself your own beer. And you can pour as much as you want into the glass. And it deducts the, the money based on, based on like the amount of ounces you that you pour. Okay. And it's actually not a bad deal. Like, uh, a pint glass is 5 bucks. That's the average price That's of a usu- brewery. I mean, yeah, usually usually you're going, I mean, if, say if you go to Platform and get yeah. a Platform yeah. beer, it's probably like 5 bucks. Mm-hmm. But say you go to... Uh, any like normal bar, like say you go to Winking Lizard and you want a Christmas ale, that's probably going to be like it's seven. Going to be about six to seven now, right? Yeah,
1: it used to be five, but like
0: I got a I got a platform uh, draft at Wild Eagle Saloon, a pint for five bucks, so I was like, okay. So you can do that, which is cool, and they also have this huge game room uh, in there, which has uh, you know your normal bar arcade games, you know, pop a shot, uh yeah, ski like ball, or whatever. But then they stuff. also have duck pin bowling. Uh, they That's have tabletop you know. shuffleboard, pool. Uh, what else did they have? Air hockey. So all this different stuff.
2: And, so like uh, like adult yeah. like yeah. Yeah. Chuck E. Cheese games. Yeah. <laughs> 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 e. Cheese right? right, like David Busters. But it
0: but it's actually like Wild Eagle like it's a saloon. It's actually like marketed as like a like southern like country type bar so they play country music when you're in there okay all the decor is like you know it's like western whatever yeah western southern stuff like that they have a small stage where i think they probably have live music on like the weekends so it's just like a really cool place i will say that the food was decent i won't say it's great it's it's bar food i mean you know whatever yeah. And then the service was okay, but the place is huge, so I, I can't imagine that the service is gonna be great just because of the volume that's there. Mm-hmm. But it was really cool. I enjoyed it.
1: I definitely want to get a group uh, together and go there one night for sure. Yeah, that sounds that would be a good time, yo. Especially for like a game or something like a yeah. like a Cavs game. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, those are all our reviews this week.
0: Uh, we'll hopefully have some stuff uh, coming up next week for you guys, but uh, Jordan, you want
1: to uh, talk to us about some festivals and events coming up? Yeah, certainly. Um, so I don't have too much this week. I'm gonna be honest. I, ser- I searched for a while. Día and... de los
0: Muertos parade.
1: Yeah. And parade. And, <laughs> and I, uh, I, wasn't really able to find a lot of. It's just kind of a dead zone for like um, festivals. Yeah. I mean, so I'm we're... gonna have to really dig and find like special yeah. events like, we're at, yeah, I
0: mean yeah. we're, we're after the Halloween stuff yeah so I mean you know there's still like the well there is things it just you have yeah. to really dig in like yeah like, scene. Like scene. there's the or there's stuff, the right. pumpkin patch stuff that you can right. still like I'm sure that right. places have whatever but like
1: we're before Christmas then we're after right. Halloween exactly. so it's like that so weird zone. there's a slight dead zone um, anyways I found a couple cool events uh, one is the día de los muertos parade and, like, festival thing that's going to be going down this Saturday, November 3rd, uh, at the Detroit Shoreway Gordon Square neighborhood. So, it's a free event. It technically begins at 11. There's going to be booth vendors, bar and restaurant specials. If I just wait, booze vendors? Booths. Ah. Yeah, booths. I thought you said booze vendors. vendors. Well, there'll be booze, but um, booths and vendors, bar and restaurant specials, there will also be... And apparently this is actually a pretty legit parade. There's going to be a skull and skeleton parade. You know, the traditional Mexican parade with the skulls and stuff. Um, this is going to be going on at 3.30 p.m. And uh, apparently this, there's a lot of local artists and people that get really into it. And there's some elaborate costumes. So huh. if you're still in the spooky mode... Yeah. And or if you're interested in learning a little bit of Mexican culture... Uh, which it is a fascinating aspect of Mexican culture, um, check out this event. Uh, I actually do plan to check it out and see what it's like and see if there's any cool Mexican food I can try. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, and by the way, a super random side note, I saw Coco this last week, and it was an amazing movie, if anyone's ever seen that. Have you seen that? Nope. Have you seen that, Jimmy? I have not. Oh, you guys need to see Coco. I, I, I guarantee so it's you. it about cocaine? Yes, it's actually about... Getting addicted. No, no. It's uh it's about this little boy and his journey into the land of the dead. Uh it's like a Dia of those Muertos fantasy film. Uh, it's really good. Uh it's a Pixar film. Oh uh the other event I found oh I didn't oh I did say it was November third, yeah. The other event I found was Winterfest. Uh this is a big festival actually. Winterfest is fun. Really cool that I would maybe like to go to, although I think I'm out of town that day. Um it's, it's the It's the day after Thanksgiving? It's the Saturday, I think. Oh, it's a Saturday. Okay, yeah. Still might be out of town. But um, November 24th, it's downtown. It's a downtown festival to kick off the holiday season. Uh, Various activities including concerts, performances, food trucks, fireworks, horse-drawn carriages, and more. Christmas tree lighting ceremony activities yep. begin at 6 p.m. That's I guess the, that's, that's the, the, the highlight. That's yeah. the big tree that they put yeah. up downtown. Yeah, And that's the big highlight. Uh, Santa's going to be there, blah, blah, blah. But Santa? Not, <laughs> yes. But not only is there going to be I like know those, him. those big events, there's tons of little events going on in various parts of downtown. So we're going to add a link so you can visit that and, and check out all the different events. It looks really cool. Uh, both of these events are kind of unique, a little different than the type of things we usually highlight. But, um, yeah, yeah. Does your event wrap up? I'll get more stuff for next episode that are going to be more for November. So. Sweet, awesome. Yes. All, All right. right.
0: Uh, so that's about it uh, for us this week. Uh, before we wrap up, uh, we're going into the weekend uh, tomorrow. What do
1: you guys got going on this weekend? Um, I have uh, hang out with uh, Teresa, one of Teresa's friends tomorrow. Saturday, I might go to that Dia de los Muertos thing. As well as, I don't know, maybe figure something to do out, something to do in the evening. What do you got going on? Uh, that's a good question. I don't have anything going on right now. I don't know. We'll see. Figuring something out.
0: Yeah. I might... Uh, no, I probably won't do that because they're playing in Manner. I was going to say I might go to the Strongsville football game. That'd be cool. But Wait, they're playing Manor? in men's. That's like over no an hour far, away. Yeah. So... Jimmy, what are you you doing?
2: Big UFC
0: fight
2: this weekend. Daniel Cormier fights.
0: Do you see Stipe's there? What's up? Stipe's there in New York?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's going to be a good
0: one. I can't wait wait for after that fight for him to jump in the cage. Jump in the ring.
2: Maybe him and Brock will jump in together. Screw Brock, man.
0: No, dude. Uh, Well, I don't know about Saturday night, but Brock's going to be in Saudi Arabia on Friday. Really? The, what? the WWE's got an event there, and he's fighting for the title.
2: Oh, okay, so he won't be there Saturday,
0: I'm sure. Who knows? I don't know. No, I'm sure if the money's right, he'll be there.
2: Very true. Well, another uh, publicity stunt.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear Dana go on uh, ESPN today talking about uh, Khabib possibly fighting Floyd? Oh, boy.
2: Well, he shut it down. He's like, there's no chance.
0: Well, well he, he said... He said he won't, he won't let hubby box him. He's like, if Floyd wants to fight him, he's got to come to the UFC.
2: Yeah. Which so what, Floyd's, he never, he Floyd's life would murder. be ended. Yeah, he would just get murdered in five seconds or less. Yeah.
0: So, so but...
2: but yeah, uh, if Camille can strangle me, I don't
1: care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? I'm um break my jaw. Yeah. Oh, uh, I did find something, actually, that's interesting. Um, so, Scene Magazine just posted... Uh, oh, this is not new. Never mind. Um, never mind. Bump, bump, ba-dum. It's not new. I thought it was a new. I thought it was new, but it's not. Where's the PIR losing horn?
0: Meow. Okay. I'm uh, a loser. Yeah. So that. Yeah. I tried. I just tried a fun new segment to end the show every week, but that failed miserably.
2: <laughs> hey,
0: what are we doing this weekend? What's the
1: plan, guys? Jordan's the only one
0: that gave us anything. Well, Jimmy did too. I was a failure. Okay, well, uh, that's going to do it for us this week. Thanks for listening to us. Uh, Check us out uh, at www.lotlpodcast.com. Follow us on our social media platforms at the LOTL Podcast. And uh, we will catch up with you guys next time. Thanks for listening on SoundCloud or iTunes, whichever you are listening to us on right now. And uh, we will catch you guys next week. So for Jimmy down in Kent via Skype, for Jordan, I'm Dan. And uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Have a good one. See ya. Bye.